Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. How are you? Coming to you live. Not live, but on the final night of my shows here in Bloomington, Minnesota at the Mall of America. What shows all weekend? What amazing, fun shows. This mall is fucking bonkers. I uh, I went to GameWorks a few nights ago and uh, gently accosted the woman behind the counter at the end of the night when we had to leave if I could buy a bag of gummy bears. And she goes, you need tickets. And I said, I don't have six days to play skee-ball to earn 25,000 tickets so that I can buy myself a bag of gummy bears with the appropriate currency that you require to do so. So here's what we do. My debit card, boom, has money on it. I can just give you that, swipe it, whatever you need. Actually, I'm pretty fucked up. Whatever number you say, I'm going to go, yep, sounds right. Give me the bears. She goes, no, I can't do that. You need tickets. I go, come on, that's bullshit. And then finally she goes, fuck it, take the bears. So a great weekend. The shows were great. Uh, House of Comedy, Rick and Tammy, uh, who who run these clubs, are uh, phenomenal. And uh, they've got one in Edmonton as well. Here, uh, One here in Bloomington, Minnesota. Uh, great clubs. Go to them. The best of the best go there. So uh, I was uh, uh, privileged to, to go. Um, is that the word? Fortunate. You know, sometimes your brain goes, that's a word. That's the right time for that. And then your mouth goes, but I don't know. And then before you can really squash it, you go, fuck it. Here it comes. Uh, great shows. Just saw Deadpool. That was awesome. Went to a Twins game today. Great weekend. Comedy was great. A lot of fun uh, new bits that uh, that I will continue to work on. At shows all over the place. Um, speaking of all over the place, that's what this intro is. But this episode is not because it's with one of the greatest comics to ever walk the earth. One of the best in the game. He's got specials on Netflix, numerous appearances of, on Conan and Letterman. Uh, you know him, you love him. He's Todd Barry. Todd Barry, man. This was awesome. Brad and I were in New York uh, having some meetings, and, and we were able to finagle uh, Todd. And we've been trying to work it out every time he was in L.A., but just wasn't working, and, and we got him uh, in New York. So uh, an amazingly fun, and, and just Todd is just so funny, man. I don't know how else to say it, but, uh, you know, this is just a great episode. Uh, so follow Todd. At Todd Barry on Instagram and Twitter. Check out his special Spicy Honey on Netflix and his crowd work special on Netflix. Um, and I think he's getting ready to tape a new one uh, coming up pretty soon. So follow the podcast on ALN Podcast uh, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. At Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. At Funny Brad on Twitter. Uh, about last night podcast.com for past and present episodes. And ALN merch, hats, beanies. Sweats, t-shirts. Get them all. Bring them to the shows. We'll sign them. Did a bunch of that this weekend in Bloomington, which was so fucking awesome. And uh, email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Uh, every few episodes, we read a special fan note, and then uh, and then we'll give you a chance to win some some merch. Just email us. Tell us why you love the pod, how you got into it, where you got it, where you listened to it, uh, favorite apps, highlights, and all that shit. And, uh, and we'll pick one to read uh, every few apps. Um, sound good? Tour dates. Brad Williams on the road, as always. Go to bradwilliamscomedy.com. And come see Brad at a theater or comedy club near you. This weekend, Brad is in Spokane, Washington at the uh, Spokane Comedy Club. Go see Brad Thursday, May 24th through May 27th. Um, Spokane, fucking book me. (laughs) I'm from Seattle, baby. That's not too far from there. Um, 
Those guys had me at the Tacoma Comedy Club a handful of years ago, and I uh, haven't been back, which is which is odd, you know? I, uh, I know the guy uh, who runs the club well, and I thought we got along. Shows were great, and obviously I'm way better and have more shit going on, but this is the business, folks. You never are guaranteed shit. Um, go see Brad, Spokane Comedy Club. It's a great club, regardless of if I'm ever booked there. May 24th through May 27th. I'm taking a little break from the road. I'm going to be doing a lot of shows in Los Angeles, so go to adamraycomedy.com for all my tour dates. Uh, I will be doing Doug, Love, uh, Doug Loves Movies uh, on the Nep- at the Neptune Theater on, on May 23rd in Seattle. Uh, I'm going up tomorrow to take my nieces to Taylor Swift on uh, Tuesday, which they have no idea about. I'm going to try to podcast with them the next day about the concert. Um, and then that night, uh, I'm sorry, the next night, May 23rd, I'm doing uh, Doug Loves Movies at the Neptune Theater in Seattle, Washington. So come out and see me there. Uh, I think it's a surprise. So so, uh, so come out. It's going to be a blast. Um, so many great eps coming up, man. Preacher Lawson, Todd Glass, Sandra Bullock is happening, which is fucking bonkers. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your lovers, tell your loved ones, tell your enemies, and fucking uh, and, and, and laugh, because that's what we're here to do. All right? Now we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Todd Berry. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a no podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Yeah, so we're going to have to pay you in cookies that you steal after the wedding. Wow. <laughs> um, have you, are you going to weddings these days? Um, I went to Ted Alexandra's wedding. That was oh, the nice. I went to. Do you know Ted? Uh, yes. I do. He used to, yeah, he's a, he's a New York guy. It, yeah. It's, it, I've known him when he's been in L.A. performing. Yeah, it, it's always strange how there's definitely like New York comics and there's L.A. comics. Right. And... Like we're we obviously live in L.A. You're a New York guy. Like when you're out in L.A., do you feel like you're a fish out of water? Are you like I kind of like it. I sort of feel like uh, not to I'm probably over. I probably blow it up in my head. But I go, oh, people seem excited. I'm in town. <laughs> <laughs> they do, and that's based on really nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's based on someone asking me to do their bar show. <laughs> like, wow, dime bar LA's in going, Santa Monica. Yeah. I am hitting. LA's it. losing their mind that Todd Barry's in town. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a spot you go to, or not only comedy club, but just like or restaurant? Or are you like, I got to do this since I'm only here for a few days? Um. <clears throat> I do like, I've only been there twice, but that place, Craig's, where TMZ always films basically everyone coming out of there. <laughs> I go there. I've been there a couple times. You mean you go funny. there, you wait there? No, actually. For them to show up and, Todd Barry, oh, yeah, have I'm you a, done that bar show, Todd? I got a camcorder <laughs> at, at a so pawn shop. So you're filming Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer, why do you, uh, I can't even, By go, the way, that's pretty much the question. I can't even think of the question. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, have you ever been someone that's ever been uh, asked by, like, questions by a, TMZ reporter no but I was like when I did go this last time I was with um, Sarah Silverman Mm -hmm. and uh, she's on that level she's TMZ level yeah I'm like a dude in the background (laughs) who they don't even acknowledge but we kind of you know I've been that guy we kind of just you know we breeze past and we didn't take any questions (laughs) are you are are you like the Sarah 
Huckabee Sanders of Sarah Silverman, where yeah, you stand forward and you make no. the questions up. I am occasionally, I mean, no, I'm not, but I am occasionally people are like, hey, can you get Sarah on my screenplay? No, I cannot do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But good luck. I hope you get it to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We just drove by the Trump Tower. That was. Uh, oh, really? The big one? Yeah. I don't want to say I was starstruck, but I was. Yeah, how could you not be? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it seemed pretty mundane. There was no real chaos around it. Right. Was that a big, once, I mean, I don't know. You've just, you've been in New York how long? You're, you grew up um, in Florida, been, but you've been here yeah, for. Yeah, I, I, st- I was born here, but then I moved back. Okay. I lived here until I was like five in the city, then upstate for three years. Then I moved back in 89. Gotcha. It's almost like, it's that 29 years. So does yeah. anything shock you as a, uh, how long do you have to be here, by the way, to be considered a New Yorker? I don't know. I mean, I've never been like, uh, I mean, I love New York, but I feel like you can, I've, you moved here a week and called yourself a New Yorker, I wouldn't care. Unless you're a dick about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, we, we've all experienced the people that have done stand-up three times and go like, right. I'm a comic. Right. They start, I'm a road yeah. comic. Here's my website with my tour dates on it. Oh, <laughs> tour God. dates. I can't say. Yeah. Are they title a tour? <laughs> or, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, or my favorite thing. Oh, I mean, this is just people make rookie mistakes. If we're gonna, yes. we, do we talk about comedy on the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything. <laughs> I just feel like there's people who like you. Just want to tell them, just because you filmed your set, that doesn't mean you have to post. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if there's any advice to any I mean, I think young comic advice, listening, that is great advice. I see. Yeah. I've seen clips of people where you're like, someone's like in the back on the phone with their phone. It's like I can't. I wouldn't even recognize you if I watch this video and then you walk by me. Yeah. <laughs> That's how poorly you shot it. Is. I guess a lot of people are just hoping that they have some sort of discoverable Johnson moment yes. where yeah. like one of their bits just catches right. fire. Right, and I understand because I mean I certainly made mistakes. <laughs> uh, my wife and I definitely had a New York moment uh, while we were on this trip, where oh, yeah? where we were walking back from the comedy club and. Uh, uh, this guy was kind of like in, in his own business, and then as we walked by, he uh, stood up and was masturbating. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that was so that was fun. Wow. Oh, <laughs> New God. York really, but, and, and not to piggyback on your masturbation story, Brad, but <laughs> I read about one, and I think it was an Equinox out here, like two or three days ago, where three dude Josh Wolf, the comedian, posted it, and it said three dudes, um, a guy suing the the gym because three dudes jerked off. Uh, not on him, at him, um, in the steam room. And Josh was like, three dudes, like, hey, man, doesn't that, like, that should be a compliment that you going to the gym is, you know, working out for you or something. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah. that's... Well, I mean, well, I mean... New York I, just gives off a vibe of, like, take your dick out. <laughs> well, that sounds more like a gym thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, Welcome to New York. Take your dick out. That's what it, that's but when you hear things like that, do you yeah, go... Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, I mean, I've I've known a few women who that's happened to, and, yeah. and it's... Uh, yeah, it's it's. I've never had anything like that, so it's just. I mean, well, I, that's I why mean, you're I here. I get it. Uh, Asian woman and a dwarf walk by. Sometimes you just can't help yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I didn't know this was my fetish of mine, but now it is, and I have to capitalize. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. <laughs> uh, now, did you move back to New York specifically to do stand up, or have you, um, had you already started in Florida? I did start in Florida, mm-hmm. and at what club or what a coffee place shop? called Coconuts? comedy club when i started you could i'm gonna go into my when i started spiel we won it yeah um you could literally like you could call up they had open they had the open mic night part of the regular headliners week so mm-hmm. like on a sunday monday tuesday yeah. often they would do that 
So you would, they would, all these people were pumped because it was the comedy boom. So there would be 90 people on a Tuesday wow. in North Miami Beach at the comedy club. And they would just do like five or ten open micers in the middle and the, then the headliner. But you could call up. I mean, you could just say, I want to be a comic. I want to try this tomorrow. And oh, yeah, we have room. And then you're off and running. Wow. No tryout. No, let me no, see your no tape. No tryout. No tapes. No. Uh, but And there was like tons of work. And there was all these one-nighters, which I'm sure pretty much 99% of them dried up or just like – just where the you know where the guy someone goes up to this restaurant the steakhouse and goes what do you got going on on Wednesday do you got anything because you know? I noticed that area over there we can <laughs> put a little riser and uh, I'll get you a mic and a PA and I'll get you comedians you have comedy night on Wednesday and then you would do those and sometimes by the way that's awesome that they're I mean like you want to be in a place where people right. are creating shows right 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 and it's it's not and maybe you were getting ripped off but it was still even back then like I remember doing shows for like. A middle spot for one fifty hotel room plus hotels like in nineteen eighty nine. That's or eighty seven. That's when, pretty much what I'm, the middle I mean, spot gets of, today. Right. It's like all right. That's, that's so just, yeah. Like, they get a they they get a hotel room. They get a hundred bucks and they're happy with it. So right, right. it's it's nice to know that as everyone else's wages have gone up. Right. C- comedians started off high. I think <laughs> I think some of comedy money roadworks. The money's gone down. I think. Yes, like it, it has. Used to make, you could used to be able to make money as the MC. Now it's like, oh, I, you're I just mean, honored to be an MC at my club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy of mine, I just brought with me, and he told me what he got after, and I was like, oh, now I have to give you some more, right? <laughs> well, you don't have to do that. But <laughs> <laughs> Rookie that's, mistake, that's your buddy's problem. <laughs> and then um, when, when you're when you're starting comedy, uh, uh, I mean, I, I think we I think we could all agree that your style is uh, dry. Yeah. yeah. If you uh, have to do that. You have to go there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Was that, is that, uh, it w- was that the style that you had from the beginning, or is that something that you kind of developed into? Um, How I different mean, is this Todd Berry versus Coconuts Todd Berry? Well, I mean, I've listened to, uh, to um, like, my first album. Like, mm. sometimes my girlfriend will... Uh, yell into Alexa, play Todd Barry, just to kind of torture me. <laughs> That's and I don't think she does it to completely torture me, but there's probably a, joy, a kind of little fun torture. By sure. the way, kind of a cool just thing that that is like possible. Right. Where it's like. Right. Just, yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Screaming technology. Stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, play Todd Barry. Uh, what time is it? Uh, <laughs> play, what's the weather? Set a countdown timer. And oh, then, Alexa, play that one set where he bombed back in 1997. <laughs> but, uh, Alexa, what's the name of the guy that jerked off to me and my wife on the street? <laughs> my point is I don't listen to a lot of stuff from the past. Why not? Intentionally. I, yeah, I mean, I just don't want... I know. I'll be I know. Like, it makes me but like, too. But when those first album, I mean, I know my first album is considered a masterpiece. Yes. But... <laughs> I'm joking, but it, it was, you know, people it, liked it. It Some was very critically it. acclaimed. But I mean, I listened to the way I talked then. I was like, oh my God, how would, this really? is awful. Uh, it's just such a, <laughs> like a TMZ reporter. I don't know do how you, I, it just seemed like, who, who talks like that? And why do you, why are you doing that? Do you think we all, I think we all go through a, yeah. some of that, right? It's just like a natural progression of yeah. growth that you're And like, I think you get, I mean, I get locked into like, once the joke is tight, then I get locked into this cadence and I'm like, I guess it's good, but it's also, if it, if it just sounds like you don't talk, and people like, you don't talk like that normally, like, oh shit, I kind of want to just talk normally. Yeah. <laughs> but 
it, it, it it's interesting because then when you did the uh, crowd work special, yeah, like that is a whole nother animal because like now did you pride yourself on crowd work before then? It's my pride and joy. <laughs> <laughs> did you invent crowd work? I, well, I invented it. And <laughs> By the way, that could have been a name for a special. Jay Ogerson stole the idea from me. Uh, <laughs> Paula Poundstone, who started doing it before I did. By the way, Paula Poundstone stole my act would be she's a great not, name for a special. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I was joking about that, but. The, How much um, crowd work did you do when you first started to even where the special came as an idea? I don't know. I mean, I, I knew, I mean, when the special came, when that was like an idea that I had, um, I, I, um, I had, I knew I was doing it and I had just released a Comedy Central special yeah. and, and in my mind I was like, I can't go out on the road with, and do any of those jokes, even though I ended up doing them four years later <laughs> with always the highlight of the show rather than whatever new stuff. I <laughs> but people, isn't there's something great about that. I mean, I think people, and you have such a great fan base that I think, and especially when they have so many great jokes, people, I mean, there are not a ton of comics where people want to hear you do the jokes that they like. And I feel like you're one of those guys. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also, I mean, that's flattering, but I also think it's that they just hadn't seen the special. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to, to think that we're like Bon Jovi you, and we uh, walk on stage, they just want to hear Wanted Dead or Alive, but they just haven't but, seen the special. But yeah, so then I was just like, oh, I wonder if I should do it. Well, I wanted to shake things up for myself. I'm like, yeah. well, maybe I should just do an all crowd work tour. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even have an agent then, and I just emailed people who I knew and put tether- together like seven cities. No shit. I mean, I was between agents. I was already super famous. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> and and I did it, and I was like, oh wow. And the next one, I ended up filming, and it was so good. I mean, I I'm pretty sure I texted. You. I think we had a text relationship at that point. You never we, once said anything about. It. I did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We had done a college <laughs> together, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. this is enough to get his number. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I it was uh, great, and also I love just that you had the um, you know you taped the process of it and like the before right. and after and like the grind of it and going to the next city and yeah and because um, uh, that's people love which is why I think people love podcasts they love to see the after or before of the whole right. shit we're doing right um, was there a show that you remember that was more fun than others or one that you were just like wow there's nothing in the crowd because obviously you didn't have plants. Um- I, oh, it's all plants. But <laughs> you think I pulled that off spontaneously? No, you know, not that good. <laughs> but um, what was your question? I don't know. I asked a lot. What was there? One show on the tour? Oh, okay. Um, that you well, were like Portland well, I'm in the was zone. Portland was a weirdly rowdy show because <clears throat> I don't know. It was like it was like a Tuesday seven o'clock seven thirty show, and it had the energy of like third show on a Saturday. Yeah at the at a, a rowdy club and people were just like yelling shit and like are you guys you're already drunk <laughs> but Portland. i mean they were like there was no one who was there was well there was one guy who was sort of mean but you know if you're mean to me and i'm refilming a special you don't get rewarded by being in the special yeah right but it's joyous for me to not use that even though it might be interesting but there were people yelling out sort of you know they were they were lively <laughs> do you find it more fun or how do you just like to have a, a softer kind of cadence and delivery to be able to, do you sometimes feel like I'm going to need to like raise my voice to, to battle this guy or do you, does it make you even settle back even more? <clears throat> well, I, I mean, I think the whole thing of um, like how quiet you are on stage is, is a bit of a non problem because, because mm-hmm. I've heard people say to me like, how do you do crowd work when you're so low key? It's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
if I was bad at it and yelled, then you would be <laughs> like if I wasn't quick witted and I yelled, you would be that would be entertaining yeah. to sure. you. Sure, yeah. And it's oh. like it's it's I have a microphone. <laughs> Yeah, I always tell them to turn it up because I'm quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, what well, else? It's, it, it's people that think that Sam Kinison just went on stage and right. screamed for right. an hour and was the greatest comic in the nation. Right. Like it's like no, he had bits. Right. And then the yelling just enhanced it in the same way his yelling enhanced his act. I think your cadence enha- enhances yours. Right. And also, I mean, my my fans are pretty <laughs> smart, polite people, so mm-hmm. the, it's not really rowdy. For the most part, do you name your fans like the the strawberries the, or the, the, the parrot? <laughs> I call them parrot heads. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Buffett stole that from you. I mean, you're just... that would be funny if I started calling them like, that. like really you're just, just the... was real serious about it. What do you mean? No, so why can't it? no one's ever done this? <laughs> <laughs> Paula Poundstone took crowd work from right. me, and Jimmy Buffett took parrot heads. Right. I am the I am the beginning of all things cultural. <laughs> do Do you like uh, the road? Um, and how has it changed since you started? Well, it's changed in that I I've changed it. No, I've changed. The, <laughs> I've changed the way I work. I mean, yes. I don't I don't do a lot of like chain comedy clubs for right. Tuesday through Saturday. Yeah, the crowd work tour was all rock clubs, right? It was all music venues, and I guess there was one sort of in the Alaska was sort of a. a uh, Chilkoot Charlie's. I don't know if it's. I guess you wouldn't call it exclusive. Either. Yeah, I've been there. Wait, yeah, yeah, uh, that was a rowdy show too. But that was Alaska. Like, that was like sort Chilkoot of has. That's the bar with like nineteen rooms. In yeah, it. yeah. That's uh, yeah. I'm, oh yeah, I played that one as well. Jesus. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. I think I made fun of them on that gig because of them killing moose. And I was like, why would you kill a moose? Like, what did it do? Beat you in a staring contest? And a dude stood up and goes, "Fuck you! That's my livelihood." <laughs> And then threatened to kill me. And wow. then the owner was like, maybe keep the moose jokes to a minimum. Wow. I was like, so I can still do them? Yeah. That's the only time you've ever heard that. Uh, yeah, I remember the, the audience was arguing amongst each. There was people who were arguing amongst themselves. Like, no one was mad at me. I don't remember the specifics. I should because now I'm, it sounds like I have a great story. <laughs> <laughs> and I got, I got nothing. Yeah. Uh, wait, but so so you you're, you get to be more selective. Now, oh, yeah, right? yeah. Now I try to do... Um, <clears throat> There are a handful of really good road comedy clubs. I can mm. even, I'll name some of them. Yeah. Mm. The Bloomington. Comedy Attic, right? Comedy Attic's outstanding. Yeah. Madison Comedy on, off, on State, on state yeah. is ridiculously great. Um, Punchline San Francisco. Love that one. And now I'm going to leave some out and people are going to get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, the but, Todd Berry, sorry I left you but out. But yeah, there's some, there are some good ones. And um but I'm trying to do like rock venues or small theaters and just make it sort of a quasi event as yeah. opposed to like our next guys here Wednesday through Sunday. Not that there's anything wrong with doing sure. that, but I also right. don't like, I don't like someone's eating pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my wife in the back. <laughs> um, yeah, we're hearing the crunching. <laughs> filter that out. Do you have a filter? Yeah, yeah, sure. We have a, pret- um, we have a pretzel edit. <laughs> um, what was I? Oh, and now I, I try to, uh, I try to, uh, yeah, do like a one night thing. And, yeah. And is it because you don't like to be gone as much anymore? I, I just like to be like, you know, if you show up in Baltimore and I'm good for, you know, two hundred people there, mm. they show up and they're into it, and there's, you know, there's no shitheads. I just don't. I don't. I resent the whole like feel like I like to be I'm I like to feel like I don't work for anyone right and sometimes you go to a comedy club and they're like 
you know, we have interviews for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, 6 a.m., 6.45 a.m. Then you have an hour and a half off, which is too short to take a nap (laughs) because you're wired from the coffee from the first two. Then you have that. Then we got TV, which won't bring in one person. (laughs) Then you have- But the news person's new and they they, they think they saw your stuff. Right. They don't know who you are. Then we have the interview with the country music station. They're big parents. Who has no idea who you are. (laughs) And then you do two shows for us. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah, and we don't give you a penny extra for any of that. <laughs> no. So I just don't like that kind of shit, and yeah. I don't like papered like. I sure, don't when they just pass it out in like a mass yeah, you, email. Yeah, you don't want to find out like, oh yeah, you had two hundred people there, and, and you know ninety five of them got in free. Yeah, and you can usually spot them because they're the ones who were in the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there is there there is something to be said about uh, creating a show where you are the destination where people are seeking you out right right and not just people that were walking by the cheesecake factory right. looked up and went oh comedy club well black panther sold out so let's right. go see the comedian that here i mean one thing i will do sometimes is i'll use i'll do it like one night at a comedy club mm-hmm. yeah. like as part of a tour because then you, i mean it is set up pretty nicely for comedy yeah generally like you don't have kind to worry about you know like a rock club where like oh you got to move the chairs closer to the stage like right. stuff where they just don't know necessarily what to do, mm-hmm. but in that way, also if you do like a Thursday at a chain, then you don't. They're not going to ask you to do the radio and all that media shit. Yeah. And what you about know the when stuff you're... that brings in people? <laughs> <laughs> what about when you're? Um, do you like to go into the cities? Like, are you staying at the yeah, hotel? Yeah, I, I, I've never been. I mean, I'm not like. Uh, I'm going to wake up at seven. I'm going to rent a car. I'm going to explore. I'm going to go skiing. I'm going to, you know. I know they don't have snow here, but I'm going to find it. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I will, I don't like to be like, uh, yeah, I just, I went to the city and I watched Netflix all day and then I did my show and then I came. Yeah. Cause I feel like, there's something to be found at every, in every city. There's yeah. something like, oh, that's yeah. kind of a cool place. And, and we have this opportunity where we right. get to travel. Right. So What's the point of traveling? To, right. Yeah, we get to see all these crazy places. Right. So why not try to experience whatever they have to and offer? And it's fun to check out. You know, even a place that doesn't sound like it might be fun is like, oh, wow, I had a good time in that city. Yeah, I was in uh, Burlington, Vermont yeah. a few weeks ago, and they like had this incredible whiskey distillery yeah. like right by the right by the hotel, which means I got... Plenty hammered before the shows <laughs> because uh, so you did some shit shows. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, to the second show Friday night, I apologize. I apologize. Uh, that was not my best. I effort. didn't know you had a distillery. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had no choice. Now, uh, now, did you get did you get the idea of going into rock clubs from your time as a drummer? No, I mean other comics did. I know, like the comedians and comedy did it, and then mm-hmm. uh, you know, like other comics have done it, and. Um, and also, you know, way back before comedy clubs, there, there was a time there was no comedy clubs, but there were comedians, weirdly. Yeah. yeah I feel like com- comedy clubs are actually a relatively new thing. But They are when you hear all those old stories about like Jay Leno saying like, yeah, we have to go up in front of the Thrippeth. Yeah. <laughs> in front of what? In front of the Thrippeth. It's very hard to do a Jay Sorry, Leno. Sorry, we'll edit out the Jay Leno that filter. Leno. And, 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 th- and th- the word Thrippeth. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he should, by the way, there's got to be an audio book where somebody just pays him a million dollars to say a bunch of words that sound funny in Leno accent. But, uh, Sam, you went to the Thrippeth. I though. forgot what we were just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> thought I went with, thought when I said uh, Thrippeth. Really oh, yeah, yeah, threw, yeah. It really threw your brain for a That's like oh, the yeah, men in black about, flash. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You asked me if I did it because it, yeah, so I, yeah. I just did it because you can, you can, um, and I, and I ended up hooking up. I don't mean hooking up, but I mean getting an agent. Mm-hmm. I don't mean in the romantic way. <laughs> hey, hey, hooking hey. up with an agent who, climate, like, who booked uh, rock clubs. I've done a few of oh, those. Cool. And, and then, then I got sort of 
more mainstream, not mainstream, but more big Beverly Hills-ish agents who mm-hmm. are tapped into that also. Yeah. So. Uh, did you get laid more as a drummer or as a comedian? Um, well, it's just so every day <laughs> since I was 17. So that answers that question. That's me dodging personal questions. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> With a sweet joke. Did you, um, do you still do colleges? I, when I, I mean, I want to get them. Like I, they always make me sick to my stomach. Like, mm-hmm. Um, you were I'm, saying that when we, that's how I met you was you, Thomas Dale and I did that college in right. somewhere in the Midwest and Missouri, somewhere in Missouri it was yeah. because I used to have a bit about it after because at a, I was just so, and that's why I asked because you crushed that college so hard. And did I? Was I? Like, yeah, <clears throat> you did. And, um, cause <laughs> I remember, don't I remember, act so surprised. I, mean, I remember I leaving a lot, that gig but being I don't like, we all crushed. This should be a tour. And my agent's like, you're not famous enough. And I was like, okay. Make me and Todd be friends, and uh, but we went to the Applebee's after. Yeah, I do remember, remember that. that. And we, uh, I do remember. And we sat down. And it's weird. I don't remember the gig, but I remember going. <laughs> I go, you remember Applebee's. that? Oh, Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Missouri. But uh, <laughs> by the way, we, shout out to Missouri. We love you. Uh, but we we went to this Applebee's, and I remember there was literally, and not to not that the Applebee's wasn't a nice Applebee's. It did have karaoke, but we were trying to find something to do. Did you the, do karaoke? Yes, you did. Right? I sing Bohemian Rhapsody, and I remember. And this is going to be my one Todd Berry impression. Oh, where we're sitting there and we uh we're sitting there and i was like thomas and i, I think took a shot of tequila and uh and i was like i'm gonna sing and you're like i wish you wouldn't did i say yeah that? you go you go i don't know if that's a good idea oh, wow. and then i go i go todd trust me and just the fact that you oh. didn't want me to made me want to do it more you yeah, said in a lovingly way of like right this is like we don't want to be here long who knows what's gonna happen also yeah, I, you don't know my karaoke uh your chops you have chops <laughs> You're like one of the best singers I've ever heard. So I get up there and I sing Bohemian Rhapsody. And most of the songs, by the way, were like 90 seconds to a couple minutes. But Bohemian Rhapsody is like a 14-minute yeah. endeavor. Yeah, that's that's a commitment. And I remember I get up and I was running around the restaurant. And then I sat back down and I remember you just like, well, that was pretty good. Didn't we stay at an airport hotel? Also? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's like, I think it was the Kansas City airport. It might have been. Oh, but... Yeah, I mean, I, colleges. I yeah. wish I got more of them. Like the last one I did was William and Mary in Williamsburg, Virginia, mm-hmm. which is like a smart school, and they were very. Because I just go in and I'm like, either they're going to be rowdy. There's going to be ten of them, which is actually I'm fine with. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's still, you know, it's a good paycheck. And, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> or they're not going to get me because they just. At some point, you realize. At some point, you're like, oh, these are younger folks, and then you get older, and they're like, oh, these are. You, they're kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know legally they're not, but you just feel like, and you just things like, hey, you know, you remember pay rent? No, well, we don't pay rent. So we don't understand what that means. <laughs> right. What about yeah, bills? No. Bills, no bills. Uh, anything? Uh, not texting? No, we don't not text. <laughs> yeah. But these kids. <laughs> Ever have a pregnancy scare? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but these kids, these guys were great. I mean, they, I didn't like destroy it, but they were very polite. That's and, awesome. And, and they did. But, and then you're like, oh, wow, that's, that's a good way to. Do you ever get invited to like frat parties or anything after? No, no, no. I would, I, no, I wouldn't go, and <laughs> and I don't get invited. So that, that works out. He says it's, he says it's because he wouldn't go, but really, yeah, it's really like, please invite me to a frat party <laughs> at the end of the show. Yeah. Oh come on, I I would love to see Todd Barry yeah, doing a uh, shot shotgunning yeah. beers at the end of what's, the night. What's Todd Barry's? Um, uh, frat party equivalent like what is your if, if a frat guy like that's his Thursday night party is his idea of the uh, of the great night out what's yours um, that like that Applebee's experience <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to get a little after show having your food. karaoke uh, yeah. standards flipped right, on its I, head I just you know like during the day I found a cool coffee shop and then I walk around and then at night I find something to eat and that's it 
It's very well. You live in the city with with arguably the best eats. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good food here. Yeah, but I'm not like. uh, I mean, to me, it's just availability of food on the road. Sometimes you're like at ten o'clock, like, oh, I don't know what's open. Yeah, really. Yeah, and then you're like, and they end up at a Wendy's drive-through, which is. (laughs) You know, if you're hungry, it's fine. <laughs> but that'll never be the commercial for Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> if you're hungry, it's fine. That's good. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a great slogan. Uh-huh. Um, and then when you start doing things like acting, like you, you were in one of my favorite movies. Uh, you were in The Wrestler. Yes, I was. I love, I love that film. I need to know, like, did that? Was that a part that was brought to you? Were you did, did it was, you audition for it? It was half brought to me. Like, mm-hmm. I know Darren Aronofsky. I don't know how I know him actually. Like through comedy shows, he used to come to comedy shows, and somehow I ended up corresponding with him or something. Mm-hmm. But I saw him in a. I was in a restaurant eating by myself, and then he walked in. I mean, where he was sitting there, and he walked by me. Goes, I might have something for you. Hmm. And I was like. I was like, oh, an acting part? <laughs> yeah, I played it cool. An acting part? And then he made this motion of like sweeping up, like he's going to get me a sweeping, you know, like a janitorial tip. And I just laughed. This anyway. restaurant's hiring. Yeah. And then like a few weeks passed, and I was like, I don't want to be like in his face, but mm-hmm. I kind of emailed him. I go, hey, you mentioned something. And yeah. then he sent me like this. He goes, do you want to do this part of Wayne? I go, yeah, I do. Sure. But then I had to, I mean, this is like, no actor wants to hear the story I'm about to tell, but I went to the audition. <laughs> this, this is a once in a lifetime thing for me, anyway. I did the. Then he said. Then I heard. Oh, they want. They need you to actually audition for like the producers or something. Yeah. Right. And even though he had said, "Do you want to do this?" He offered it to me. And then I went there and I I was like, read through like for about a minute, and he goes, "See you on set." Okay. Awesome. So just, yeah. So like I don't know what like how if. If they had hand signals or something, but mm-hmm. he, like he was suddenly authorized to go see on set, like awesome. And then, uh, then it, it, it. it was down between you and Bobcat Goldthwait, and then you just Bobcat could have done it. <laughs> <laughs> and and that and that film was also uh, that was that was a movie where it wasn't like was that expected to be a big hit because it seemed like it just it was an indie film that just got um, a lot of <clears throat> a, a lot of momentum. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I never I I knew he had. A good reputation so I knew mm-hmm. something was going to have some profile but then I ended up uh, I mean I went to they, it got into the Venice Film Festival and I was Jesus. like and I kind of wrote to him can I go to the Venice Film Festival <laughs> and he said yeah and it was kind of like you can pay your own way and you can hang out with us alright well I'll be paying my own way <laughs> did you do it yeah I went to Venice and I like sat there there was like a press conference I have a picture on my computer which I didn't bring but and it's a podcast why didn't you bring your computer it's a podcast yeah why didn't you bring pictures for the podcast but there was like I mean I did like press conference where I'm sitting like me Mickey Rourke oh my god and like there's a name and like not one person asked me a question which is like every question was for Mickey Rourke as you would expect yeah but then I did that we did like took a motorcade to the film and then I watched it and then like the audience stood up and turned towards us and stood up. We were at the balcony. I was like, holy shit, this is nuts. <laughs> was it awesome? And then I went to Toronto Film Festival and then New York. And it is great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've never done anything like that. Also, so. the movie crushed. So it's like to not only have the <clears throat> whole experience, but then to be watching and to be in the Yeah, room. I don't know. I don't know like the financials of it, but I think it, it did very well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you got uh, Bruce Springsteen doing the title yeah, track. Yeah. And the that's soundtrack. Good, yeah. I, that's, a, that's a good score. Did you get to meet him? <laughs> no, I didn't. I wasn't. Do you think you maybe you could parlay? people who are like... <laughs> 
who do the end credit songs. They don't. <laughs> 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 didn't go, hey, Todd, you're gonna, you're, we need you in the studio. For Springsteen needs your uh, input. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's kind of new. Yeah. I wonder if you could parlay that way you're, uh, into some tickets for his show, like hitting him oh, up being I like, mean, hey, man, we were in the same movie together. I was thinking of tweeting at him tickets to his show. You should. Have you ever seen him? No, not the, but the, I know the, that show. Yeah, the Springsteen on Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like an impossible ticket that everyone's right. trying. Bob to Saget get. said it was life changing. On top of me already wanting to see it, really. Um, and but and then also like I don't know, the price of the ticket just seems so crazy. But that also makes me more curious to want to go. How much? I mean, how much is? Somebody it? said nosebleeds were like five fifty. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's like a treat for yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or unless you can't afford it, then it's not a treat for you. <laughs> I'm acting like, like everyone can just swing for it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah $550. Then, then it's a treat yourself to death. It's, the week, it's two weeks <laughs> of the average salary of a person <laughs> for, uh, to hear songs. Was there was there one moment in your career where did you think, like after it happened, where you thought, all right, here we go. This is this is the thing that's gonna yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna know, make me a star. I've had several of those, <laughs> and I'm still waiting. <laughs> Minus this podcast, yeah, this podcast. <laughs> and it's pretty much this podcast. <laughs> um, I remember a long time ago, I uh, <clears throat> I was at Catch Rising Star in New York, the, mm-hmm. the, one of the premier like sort of important clubs in the, New York, and I happened to get on, which wasn't always easy to get on there, and also I. I was very new, so I didn't deserve to go on in a way. But I remember Seinfeld was in the back, and he, I mean, this is pushing 28 years ago. Mm-hmm. And he just, he walked towards me uh, <laughs> after my set. And I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, am I, did I, did, I must have just done one of his bits or something. <laughs> and then he had just a note on one of my jokes. And I was like, he goes, you're funny. And I was like, oh, okay. Because like, oh I remember telling God. another comic, that's a good sign, right? Yeah. <laughs> and there, and there's a comic who's a friend of his. And then the guy just, he laughed. Like, yeah, that's a good sign, Todd. As if knowing is like, yeah, it's it's more than the guy walking over. Yes. <laughs> He's not going to start making calls for you the next yeah. day. <laughs> but, Holy uh, shit. But yeah, and then, you know, but. I you know the days of uh, like I guess back in the eighties or in the seventies like you could do one Tonight Show and everyone in the office yeah. watched it and yeah. is talking about it. But now it's like you do a show and like half your friends you're telling them like oh yeah whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you at least have uh, uh, currently if you're like where can I get me some Todd Berry stand up yeah just, spicy you, honey you you can just go oh, on yeah. Netflix oh yeah 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 and and that that's sort of. That's like one the closest thing, or at least one of the closest things we have, just because you can tell people, yes, yeah, if, if you want to watch my stand-up, go right. on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer, on your TV, whatever. It's on there right now. Right, and I'll never know whether you watched it or whether <laughs> anyone watched it. But Have you rewatched Spicy Honey? Do you watch no, it? When, no, I, I, I mean, I watched it so much when I was sort of helping with the editing that yeah. I, just, I was just... Just it ain't something. I'm, it's not. It's not high in my queue. Well, it's so good. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, it's it's to me. It's Thank one of your you. best. What what do you? How long did you prep for that? Like how long? I mean, that's like I didn't. I didn't have them. Like I made a promo. Mm-hmm. Then if you go to bit, uh, if you get a bit lease forward slash <laughs> spicy honey, I made like a two minute promo that I intended to use at the beginning of the special. Oh, nice. But then Netflix was like, "No, you're just gonna. We're gonna go into jokes. We're not." Gonna- <laughs> We don't. I'm not going to go into your film chops here. You no, know, I, uh, I had the same thing happen to me at Showtime, where yeah. I, f- I filmed a bit for 
for before. And then yeah, I was in it. it. Yeah, and then Adam, yeah, Adam was in it, and then, yeah. they, and then they came to me and was like, uh, "That's gonna go at the end." And oh. I was like, "Oh, okay." So my whole family, I'm gonna be on Showtime. I mean, mine was specifically designed. I ended up, I was able to uh, repurpose it as mm-hmm. a promo, mm-hmm. but I forgot the. But oh yeah, in that I talk about like I'm doing a banter with with the bartender, and she's like, you know, do you have a? Uh, basically, I'm talking about how I. Th- She's like, you must throw out every all your jokes after a year and just write a new hour. I'm like, I'm not really. But anyway, <laughs> you should just watch it. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Spoiler on they, the teaser. Um, so it was whatever I had since my last special. So it was a few years. But do you, mm-hmm. now when you go into like on your next hour now, are you um, trying to give yourself like, all right, by September, I want to have it ready? Or? Yeah, I mean, I've been doing, I've never like worked on a deadline like that. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, as far as stand up and specials, but. I kind of want to kick it up a notch and but like right now I'm on basically on a crowd work tour for the most part mm-hmm. and I've also I'm doing some shows which uh is, is a nice little way a little uh, cheat is that I do shows called Todd Berry does most of his Netflix special live <laughs> <laughs> so I've done a few of them and I feel like oh okay that's oh a good way to handle it but I'm trying I mean, to develop like a new hour in the city yeah. and then, yes yeah that's and that's something where people have to realize that Stand-up is not something where you go into a studio like a rock band and just be like, okay, let's work on some new shit, right. and then you just come out and it's new. You're still getting booked on the road to right. do an hour. Right, You're con- it's all worked out with audiences. Yeah, so you have to, it's constant trial and error, and while you're writing the new stuff, you have to still do the old stuff. Right, and then it's- you have to figure out, like, oh, did I play this city with this joke and stuff like that. But yeah. You can drive yourself crazy with that. Sometimes I feel that we, we, yeah, we go a little nuts over it and we, and we obsess over like, Oh, someone's going to see that we did a joke here last year. Yeah, it's I mean, like, I, they're probably not going to remember that specific joke. Right. Like yeah. they probably consumed uh, other stand up specials. And I mean, there's always like the vocal minority of some guy tweets at you. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, okay. I'm so, you know, but then there's, do you ever take that in and go, even though if it is like one tweet over 10 years, you're like, fuck, I got to start. I'm doing the oh, same shit. I've had shit. people where they're like, where, where it's like, you know what? You're right. You're right. I did too, a lot of shit that I did three years ago at that club. And you're right. I mean, I don't write back because that'd be too too classy of me. But, I, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's times that the criticism is accurate. But then there's other people. You know, I had a guy once email me because I, I mean, I literally did a 15-minute set like, four days after an album came out mm-hmm. and he's like imagine my dismay that you did most of your album <laughs> really I must have been really yapping pretty fast <laughs> yeah. that I did 45 minutes in a 15 minute set like you're fucking dismay yeah, like, yeah. Like, I mean it, that 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 just makes me think that this guy like is gonna like your album just came out and he's like and now I get to see a brand new hour right, it's, it's like just no like, I mean and the thing with I mean new hours are I think it's if you have a new hour that's great but I mean if you're just like I have a new hour. Okay, but there's is a new good hour. It's just it's it's just <laughs> right. new. Yeah, yeah. Because new doesn't necessarily mean. And good. some people are, you know, like someone like a Bill Burr mm-hmm. can, you know, he could go to the hardware store. Something happens, and he goes on stage that night and does ten perfect minutes about it. Right. Like, whereas I, my stuff's all condensed and mm-hmm. tightly wound. <laughs> tightly wound is the onion, the AV club set. We like to say we like to say well crafted. Well crafted. It's great. How did you really eat sushi at the Cincinnati airport? No, no, no. But I've, I have only tried sushi a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> I want to like it because so many people. I know. Like it, it seems like such a fun social yeah. outing. Yeah. People. And it looks beautiful. And, 
I like, but I like other exotic foods. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What's your go-to meal? Like I might, I might lead someone to a, a soba restaurant for some Ooh, Japanese noodles nice. or Japanese curry is really good. You're, you're, if you were just talking about Japanese, food. you're very cultured. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And then when you do something like when you were on when you were on roast battle, uh-huh. is that something else you do that uh, are you doing it because it scares you or is it like some well, new? I, I mean, I did skill? the Chevy Chase roast mm-hmm. years what? ago. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was wait no the Hugh Hefner one was the roast where. Uh, um, Gilbert did the the aristocrats right, joke. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Chevy. I think Chevy was before that one. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I How did was that, that, and it went really well. And then I had really it was fun to do. And then I just saw Jeff Ross. I knew that he had this roast battle thing. Some of the comedy so I was like, "Can I do roast battle?" And then mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, that would be great." And then, and then once he said that, I was like, "Oh fuck, I don't know if I want to do this." <laughs> and then I went out there and I uh, I won. Twice, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I fucking destroyed this twenty-one-year-old comic. <laughs> How did that feel? <laughs> she felt great. <laughs> she, she deserved it. No, she's is Olivia Grace. Olivia, really, yeah. yeah, she's really funny. So funny. Mm-hmm. She was in the uh, wheelchair, right? Um, no, was this? Maybe she. Oh God, I hope that that no, makes the story had, even maybe, more no, brutal. No, I think it was maybe the night after she. One of her battles, she had fallen somehow and oh. was in a in a chair yeah anyway but i did and it was really fun and i and then i got i won like twice i was like oh shit i was in like i'm in la for 11 days to do roast battle did it give you uh what's the writing uh process for you like how does that differ um <clears throat> those i mean that's just actual oh i gotta do some real writing yeah mm. Because, I mean, I've seen people wing a roast, and it's just, even if you're good at crowd work, it's just not. No. And yeah. I got some good Extra singers in, in yeah. yeah. like, I got some good ad-libs in there, but. Um, did you, did you um, like, I don't know, confer with other roast battle writers, or just. Yeah, I, I, I talked to, like, Mike Lawrence yeah. a bit, and, and sort of ran stuff by him, and. But it's it was weird. I mean, I remember stuff working. We're like, I don't think this is gonna work, and it worked great. And then other stuff was like, oh, I feel good about this. And then like, but it's like a young, a very young crowd. But they were, mm. I did pretty well. I w- kind of wish I would have won, but I think <laughs> I didn't have. I'm kind of glad I didn't because I didn't have enough good jokes ready for that last guy who I would have had. You end up writing like ten jokes for people who you might. Right, Jesus. Because yeah, against, you have to kind of prepare yeah, a what yeah, if scenario. Like, and then if you don't battle and then you them, you have to remember you, them. And yeah, <laughs> that's the tough part. Is like. I'd be out there trying to be, I mean, in some of the battles you see, like at the comedy store, people are sometimes checking some of their shit. But, and also, would you ever, if you wrote a joke for somebody you didn't end up battling, would you quickly try to remember the joke and maybe swap something out? Oh, sort of like rewrite it? Yeah. Yeah, I I may have done that. There was somewhere like, oh, I could just do this. This is just. Yeah. This is just a general slam. This is just a rental. Like, this is a slam. It's just a slam against any human being. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just plug in their name, and then you. Um, and then when 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 people are insulting you, you're you've been in this business long enough where you're probably not taking any of that seriously. What are you talking about? I mean, I mean, I didn't mean that in a a confrontational way, but I mean, I mean, in what sense? Like, 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 uh, when you you get roasted? Yeah, like, 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 were you hurt by any of these? I mean, I. Oh no! None of that. Nothing that was said. Was at that you lost sleep over. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone crossed the line. Although, but man, I, there's some of those guys get rough. Which, yeah. like, I'm not. There's certain topics I'm never going to insult someone for. Sure, uh, there is such a a. But uh, uh, they don't seem to care. But no, I care. <laughs> yeah, cause, I mean, it, it's just hard to. 
I mean, whether it be someone that happened in their childhood or with right, their yeah. family or their wife or something yeah, like, like that, it's hard to get yourself to that place and then yeah, just kind of be back like, yeah. behind the wall of it's all in it's all yeah, for the I show. Get some great jokes about how your mom died. Like, it's like <laughs> no, I'm not gonna I'm gonna find something else. To I know, dude. That's, <laughs> I can't understand that, but <clears throat> all for the joke, I guess. Yeah, and and did now when you do that show, are you almost? Is, is there any part of you that's scared that now you're going to be known as like a roast comic and you have to change I mean, there's always, yeah, I mean, there's always parts of me that get uh, scared of being locked into something. Like even the crowd work thing, like I mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, oh, he's a crowd work guy. I want right. to be like, he's a good joke writer who right. also happens to be surprisingly good at crowd work <laughs> <laughs> and roasting. Yeah, But I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think people are walking around calling me the roast master or something. But. No. Well, this podcast title is Todd Berry, the roast ro- master, Todd, the roast king of the parrot heads. Barry. But yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, who who do you uh, who do you kick it with in New York? Who are your who do you who are your butts? I kind of just kick it. Like when you're at a club and and you do you like to hang? Yeah, I like hang at the comedy cellar and I'll sometimes yeah. go there and just eat when I'm not booked there and. At the off chance that someone cool is sitting there, but I mean, it's 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 some social stimulation. But I mean, I don't I don't really hang out a lot. I mean, I'm, it's all over for me, man. <laughs> did you know Chappelle I, before the Chappelle show? Uh, what's that? Did you know Chappelle before when you did the Chappelle show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that I think was just. I think he gave me that part. Yeah. Um, it was another one of those moments where you thought it's an yourself, iconic sketch. Okay, here we go. No, but I really did the when I did have that when I did the wrestler. I actually, and this is kind of embarrassing to say, but it's I'm an open book. No, I <laughs> no no one's here except us two. Right, our, but I wrote the wrestler. I actually was really like, oh fuck, maybe this is going to lead to so much acting work. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to be able to handle all the fame or all the. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought I was going to get such a wave of stuff and I'm like I don't want to have it's gonna, I'm gonna get offered shit I don't want to do and it's gonna mm. be like cause it, and let's just say it didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> I, I got ahead of myself there. got a you little ahead of let, myself there. you have to let yourself go there though yeah. I remember <laughs> I, when I and I've said this before but mm-hmm. when I booked a guest star on According to Jim the season premiere in 2007 literally my uh, inner monologue was here we go right and Jim Belushi's the, taking me to the top. It's funny you said that because I went. He, I walked into the Village Underground, which is the Comedy Cellar's other yep, room. Yeah, and I see a dude on stage playing harmonica. This is like a few weeks ago. Yeah. I'm like, who's that? And they're like, that's Jim Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> His daughter's sitting in the back. She just goes to college around here, and he was in town or something. And yeah, he's a in a. I think he has a band. Yeah, I mean, he seemed like he knew what he was doing. But it was just a little <laughs> surreal. Like, oh, okay. Okay. It seemed like right. as if you've seen other harmonica right. players. you are like Faker, right? <laughs> uh, have you been able to adjust to like because you've now seen comedy change in so different, so many different ways? Have you been able to sort of like okay now I you I, like you write jokes on Twitter? Do you have a social media presence, or are you just like no? I'm just going to do my gigs and you don't know if I have a social media presence. <laughs> Three hundred nineteen thousand followers. Oh shit! That's well. There you go. You have a lot then. Yeah. You ever go on that site where it tells you how many of your followers are fake? No. no. I think it's like Twitter audit or something. I don't oh. know how accurate it is, but like they gives you like a thumbs up, like if you're the real deal and I got like a thumbs up, but it still says like 70,000 followers are not real. So I wow. think they just expect you to have a certain amount. Jesus. And that's just bots and other things. Bots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if to me that to me that's like going back and asking every woman you've slept with, like what are other guys that you've slept with it's like no that's just information you don't want to know 
Is it just like that? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem at all like that. Don't make eye, don't make eye contact with my wife when I say that. <laughs> I was saying if she was like, she's like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, but, but you want to tweet at the bots because when they do take over, you they want yeah. to know that you were trying to reach out. But I, I do. Ha- I mean, I have fun on Twitter. But yeah, it, I do admire the people who just I don't do Twitter. Like, oh man, it, it, you're almost <laughs> jealous of it. Like, wow, you can really still because that's one more thing now. That a comedian right. has to do. You can sit on a plane and wait for it to take off and not make 50 jokes about people who are around you that you need validation for. <laughs> <laughs> Have you written uh, tweets that you were like, oh shit, I'm going to pocket that for... No, I always... I always, um, I don't think I've ever written one where I've turned it into a joke. Because if I even have that feeling of like, oh, this could be on stage, then I was like, I need stuff on stage more than I need tweets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tweets, there's always some idiot who's going to say something that you could just do a little tweet about yeah <laughs> yeah there, there, there's always gonna be things what about the Todd Berry tweet tour where you just go around no, reading all your read tweets tweet. I'm gonna p- publish a book of my tweets <laughs> people do that and I'm I like wow Leary, that's the I best know. way ever did to Dennis publish Leary a book did that? I feel like Dennis Leary did that or some. Yeah, like that. and then and then they'll be on a book tour, and someone will someone will ask them, "Well, what was the inspiration for this book?" It's like I don't know, just being lazy and having yeah. all this content and wanting yeah. to do something when, with it. Uh, when a <laughs> an intern at the publishing company was cutting and pasting your tweet, <laughs> I mean, when you were writing this book, yeah. <laughs> is, is like, is there? Do you ever have anxiety if you haven't tweeted in, in a few days? Like, oh man, I have to write something. I have to put something out um, there. Well, I mean. I don't know if I get anxiety, but I, there are always like, you know, those moments, there's something on the news where you're like, oh, I guess I'm not tweeting today. Yeah. yeah there's <laughs> no jokes today. Yeah. But, but there's then there's like things, something on it every day, though. Boom. Yeah. There's, there's certain things that when they happen, like, and. And then some comics take a stab at it and right. you're like, yeah. All right. And. And then you also don't want to be the guy where, as everything in your timeline is about a, a national tragedy that's just happened, you don't want to be the guy that's like, "Hey, and check out my show." Like, like right. it just it just doesn't seem right. Right. <laughs> so you wait a day is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait 24 hours, people heal, and then, and yeah. then you come at them with a dick joke. It's perfect. Right. <laughs> Would you ever write a book? I've written a book. What's it called? It's called "Thank You for Coming to Hattiesburg." It's a long title. <laughs> Yeah, it's on Amazon. It's the real book. Oh, Simon shit. Schuster. Holy shit. Oh, shit. Simon. Yeah. yeah it, but it was a tour diary. It's like a tour diary of me playing smaller cities in the country. That and sounds then, awesome. With a few exceptions where I kind of, I guess, didn't follow my own premise. <laughs> <laughs> Played like Mexico City. No, I'm <laughs> I could see you killing there. Um, uh, what What made you want to write the book? I didn't want to write a book. <laughs> Damn it, Brad. Um, did someone come at you with a suitcase full of money? And someone did come at me, actually. An agent did come. You know, he he said he'd like to meet me, and I met him. And he's a big, he's a comedy book. And he's not exclusively comedy book, but he's done mm-hmm. some big comedy books. And he's like, do you uh, do you have an, ever thought of writing a book? I go, I've thought about it, but I don't have an idea. He's like, he goes, I'm good at helping people come up with ideas. Let's do it right now. So I sat there in his office, and within 45 minutes or so, I was like, He's just talking to me. He's like, "What do you like to do?" Where do you like? I go? I like, you know, I like doing shows in these solar, sort of smaller markets. He's, why don't you do your book about that? So then I booked a whole bunch of extra shows, like mm. in smaller markets, like um, you know, like Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and like Birmingham, and, yeah, yeah, and Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and places like that. And then I I wrote it up, and uh, oh yeah, so I mean. Not to get too specific about the 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 deal, but the agent said, "Write me like a letter saying what this book is about." Mm-hmm. And then I wrote him a couple of pages. Goes write two more pages, and I wrote two more pages. 
And then he goes, yeah, you got a book deal. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, it's kind of like, it's a little, I realize that writers go through way more than I did to get a book yeah. deal. That's was why it? I'm donating all the money. It's <laughs> <laughs> all the writers in the world, they could split it. <laughs> was it strange to uh, have a deadline? Yeah, well, the deadline is, is like a year and a half from when you, like, books, and mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're doing cover shots before the book is even written and stuff. Like, wow. So there's just, like, a lot of things that they, they roll out way ahead of time, but or they get ready to roll out. Yeah. But... Yeah, it was it was a little rough because at first you're just like a year and a half. Oh, so there is no deadline. I'm not, not I'm not doing this. <laughs> well, then you're like, come on, Todd, you got to You want this thing to be ready? Use this time. And I kind of used the time at the beginning. Then I kind of got a little lazy and I kind of wrote, had notes about each city. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I wouldn't remember. You know, I'd be like, dude with the gray shirt. You're like. I guess something happened <laughs> funny <laughs> that involved a dude wearing a gray shirt. And then I would like, because I didn't want to make shit up. So I yeah. I just wanted to keep it real. Yeah. But I'd end up writing my opening acts like, do you remember what happened? <laughs> and fucking... I mean, yeah, it, it, when you're trying to <laughs> compile all these different stories, it, it, it's it, it's hard unless you're taking like diligent notes every yeah, night. Yeah. And it's also, you know, it's not always, it's sometimes like did a show. Got something to eat. <laughs> Went to the next city. It's not like some huge incident happens at every fucking show. Yeah, right. It, it's it, it's so, kind so it's, of interesting when you try to explain to people who aren't stand up comics because I think a lot of people think that we do stuff like that. Where it's like right. every night, it's the party, it's right. the thing. Well, that's like, like people's nah. first question is like, "What's the craziest show?" Like, right. somebody try to kill you on stage. Like, do you want that to happen? Why do you keep asking for that? <laughs> then, then they meet you and they're like, "You're you guys are boring." Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Guess you should walk away. For sure. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> We're boring. Enjoy the jokes. You don't get pitch jokes by uh, fans or or uh, family members or. Uh, I don't get. I mean, occasionally someone will. You know, send you a Facebook thing or like, hey, I wrote these jokes. And like, I can't, I'm not going to even read these. I, it's, <laughs> right. It's, a, it's not even the professional way to do this. Yeah. My, uh, my favorite is when people send me jokes or like, hey, I, th- I, I thought of something you could use in your act. And then they send me a joke that I, that I can tell, oh, you read this in a joke book. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, it's, uh, well, you'll... then you can use it. <laughs> Public domain, man. That's yeah. Good. It's already a joke. Todd Barry's jokes use. from joke books. <laughs> I mean, see, we're just coming up with future tours for yeah. you. It yeah, can man. just be Todd Bray oh, reads his tweets. I'll be joke book joke. <laughs> <laughs> Two guys walking to a bar. Like, I had somebody from high school once send me a bit. I can't remember. I think it was like a Dane Cook bit early on. And he goes, I heard this Dane Cook bit you could use was his phrasing in the message. I was like, how do you think this works? Right. Also, <laughs> what are you like? You think I'm going to do Dane Cook's bit, and you think you're just like the guy who found it? <laughs> yeah. You're like, like the middleman between Dane Cook, yeah, and, number one and album doing his on joke. Billboard. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. no one's heard this yeah, except yeah. except for you. But the another speaking of street jokes, I've had people. I'm not going to mention which city it happened mm-hmm. in, but I had like a middle act who basically told street jokes, and then afterwards you just see people coming up, and, and you can just see from their body language, you are better than the headliner, like. <laughs> It's like the guy. Oh, it's not my. even like bad joke. Like he's those he didn't. He's telling you joke book jokes. Yeah, and you paid for that. Yeah, instead of the beautiful art that I create. <laughs> my that, pizza that, jokes. That I wrote. I put pen to paper. <laughs> I talk about pizza. <laughs> do you have a lot of pizza jokes? I do have two pizza jokes on the special. <laughs> is, is is there is there something like when people watch your special on Netflix? Is like, are you trying to trying to give them a similar show, something like they do? You, do you want there to be a Todd Berry character that you're that you're always playing? Do or? you want somebody to dress up as as you for Halloween? Yeah. Oh God, 
How would you deal with that level of fame? That to me is. I don't know, man. I I mean, it's it's. I think being super famous might be a nightmare. It's, it looks like it. it. It's something to where, uh, as I go deeper in this business and start to meet super famous people, just go like, "Oh no, that doesn't seem fun to me." I remember once. This sounds this sounds name droppy, but it's relevant. Mm-hmm. But I remember Chris Rock was like standing in front of the Comedy Cellar, and people are just saying shit to him. Yeah, and I see. It, I saw like two women talking. They're like, "Wow, that doesn't look like it's fun or something." Like they actually were like they weren't starstruck. They were more like sympathetic. To yeah, him. like oh man, that, that seems annoying. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 literally walking past the guy or the the animal at the zoo. Just right. like, oh man, everyone's just staring at you, trying to take pictures. And then he's got floor seats for the Knicks, and you're like, yeah. all right, being famous, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, I don't know anything about basketball, but yeah, I, I have heard that's a big Knicks. deal. He, yeah. uh, we were actually at the Knicks game last night, and Where he was room? there. And we oh, were, was it? we were up high, and we were looking at him. We we're like, wow, there's Chris Rock. There's I've never been to two a, a basketball game. I should. What seems like it'd be fun? Like I've Had never I watched. Known that, I would have invited you. Yeah. Well, not with those shit seats. Tom Barry is low. I'll be down there with Chris. <laughs> it was it, it, it was it was kind of interesting to see Chris Rock, Michael Strahan, a rapper, and then the guy who just won the Masters. Yeah, and like they were all right next to each other. Right, right. So it's, it's like, kind of like, huh? You guys, you guys don't want to be around anyone who's not at your level. So, <laughs> well, their life, your life's just under a bigger microscope. So I yeah. guess you know and. And then maybe just highlights all the, the weird shit you do. Yeah, I'm. I don't like. I'll take the money part of it. I I don't want the fame. The money, the getting into restaurants, mm-hmm. the swag, the free boats, <laughs> free boats. <laughs> Who gets free boats? Everybody. Everybody Every, gets free boats. Everybody that's super famous and, shit, and knows got, somebody in a boat. All right, uh, maybe I gotta start to get famous now. Yeah. Just get free, just, just to get the free boats. Free Chipotle would just be nice. <laughs> I haven't had Chipotle in a while. <laughs> uh, do you remember your first late night appearance? Yeah, I did. Um, I did Conan on a one next day notice, one day notice. Whoa. They needed someone, and I did it, and I was recommended. And, and He loves you. You've done a show a bunch. I mean, I've done a show a bunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, he always just—you can tell when Conan his banter with somebody right after. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. nice. But um, I'm always intimidated by him. Still. Well, he's a very tall man. Yeah, maybe that is it. It could yeah. be it. Yeah, I, I I know that's why you intimidate me, Todd Berry. I know. <laughs> you intimidate me, Todd Berry. Another special, another tour where you just intimidating. Per- that's a funny. You go to a playground thing. and you just perform <laughs> for kids. I don't know about that. <laughs> Wait, what what was your first joke? I want to hear about that. So day of, were you? Oh, so I went around and I did five spots that night with the producers and they're like, this is good. Did you show, did you have to do a different set like each time or? No, I mean, I think they had sort of, I mean, they were also nice. So they weren't like, you know, they weren't like, and I think they were relatively probably new to booking comics. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. they they weren't like, oh, we're going to fuck with your set. They were like, this is great that you're doing this on short notice and we okay. appreciate it. And yeah. I kind of, I think I just did whatever I wanted basically. I, but, I've heard, I've heard a couple stories of comics that have done late night sets where they think that that's actually a better experience when it's that last minute thing. Cause then they don't have time to get in their head. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've done it set. like, um, I've done Letterman same day notice. What? Same day Whoa. in another city, get on a train and go. What city were you in? I was in Paris. No, I was in a, <laughs> 
That's a fast fucking train. <laughs> I, was in, I was in Hong Kong and I flew in. <laughs> no, I was in D.C. and I, I, um, I was taking that morning radio nap at four o'clock or, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and it was like a, a, a thing, a note under the door, which is, I guess, they would, the way they would do it. Like, call Eddie Brill. I was like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> half, half of the time you're like, Oh my God! I'm going to be on Letterman. Then half yeah. time, half of, this is me speaking for myself, I guess. Half yeah. of me is like, "Oh fuck, this is so stressful." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I remember I had to turn it. I turned it down once because I was like literally sitting unshaven, unshowered, eating a burrito by myself <laughs> across from my apartment, and they're like, "Hey, can you come do it in like an hour and a half?" It's like, you know what? I like the short notice, but I'm not going to bomb. Right. Yeah. You want to be set to help to you out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, and when people see you do that set that night, they're yeah. not going to know that you just got right. The they're call. not going to be like, oh, but at the same time, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we all know what we're doing, and we can put together four and a half minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get kind of just time it, and you just do the. You'd have to do some work, work. <laughs> well, if, I guess if I consider that work, work. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you just, then you just, then all you can do is just do it. I mean, it is what we do, and it's like a much shorter version of what we do. Yeah. You ever get some cool uh, calls or, or feedback or reach outs from any late night set? Um, well, yeah. The, that first Conan I ended up getting on the Larry Sanders show because of that. Oh, shit. One of the greatest shows yeah, of all yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, I had to audition, but he, he saw me on that, and he was like, what's. Yeah. That's amazing. That, and then that had you known Gary Shanley at all before then? No, no, I didn't. Uh, I'd never met him. Were, and the, But you met him on set for the Larry Sanders show? Yeah, yeah. Did. You got, were were you ever invited to the Gary Shan or the Gary Shanley basketball games on Sundays? No, but he once like I was in town and I just got a message. I guess someone told him I was in town in L.A. He's like, "Hey Todd, you should stop by, hang out. You know, I think you should." And I just sat in his office and hung out with him for a couple hours. What? <laughs> yeah, just, just he, shot the shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I Larry was uh, Larry. Jeez, uh, Gary was a little before my time, but it, come on, I, like I just like I just watched. <laughs> Like twenty two yeah, or something. Yeah. Well, like in, in in terms of like when the Larry Sanders show was yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's more of a Hillary Duff guy. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you about that. You uh, can watch TV shows that are old, don't you? <laughs> what? You don't have to be like. Are these things available? That's like, what I don't forget watch, about you can, that. I mean, you can of watch a movie that was before you were born. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, to interrupt. No, but I mean, and then but recently watch uh, watching that documentary. Oh, I didn't watch that yet. Oh, yeah. I mean, like you knowing him, I can only imagine. That. I'm in that documentary. Did you notice me? Yeah, you no, didn't I notice didn't. me. No, I didn't. <laughs> I think I'm in it. I think I'm in it for a second, but I, I heard it's great, so I want to check that out. Yeah, it, it's it, it's also just I'm also just fascinated by anything that do, does those kind of deep dives into stand up and and uh, how how a comedian works. Yeah, and yeah. It's one of the reasons why we love doing this podcast because everyone's got these different stories and how they work, how they tick, and uh, what and why why they do this crazy job. Yeah, why do we do it? <laughs> We should we should all start crying. Yeah. Uh, are you good for about another five minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how were you as a kid? Were you were you is this were you a uh, funny kid? First of all, how did you like funny, shy, yeah. awkward? Yeah. Were you funny at recess or in class or small groups of friends? I was like sort. Of, I always say that I was like a gutless class clown. Like I would, I was never like, oh, going to the principal again. I was like, oh, you know, I'd ride the line. Like, oh, this is where you headed towards the principal. And then I'd back off. But gotcha. But like I'd doing like what? a wise ass. But I wasn't like, you know, p- 
putting a whoopee cushion in my teacher's chair. <laughs> oh, shit, I, I don't know that. why I use that example. But <laughs> I did that. Did you really? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Whoopee yeah. cushion and the fly, uh, the fake ice cube with a of a dead fly in it oh in my his god. coffee. So literally, it was sit, fart, well, whoopee fart. Um, which is the name of Whoopi Goldberg's new special. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Whoopi Fart, and then Coffee, huh? Like, what the? And then followed by my name, Principal's just, Office. You know, if it wasn't iced coffee, just having any ice cube. In there. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Why is there an just ice cube alone. in my coffee? That's I went the extra mile. Wait, so would you do like little subtle jokes? I mean, I don't or? remember. I guess I was just a wise ass yeah. and occasionally was cutting up or whatever you want to call it in class and then they would say something but when i i wasn't like a, i was you know i was pretty well behaved but if it I, would kids uh if kids picked on you would you fire back i think i think i did benefit like i feel like i was funny i mean i didn't i got i guess i got bullied a little bit but i didn't i think i got a little slack for being funny maybe yeah. i mean i also didn't it wasn't like the roughest school or anything but you you didn't you didn't grow up in the mean streets of Florida. You know where I? I mean, this is kind of dark, but I, I same school district as the Parkland. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, it's Broward County, Florida. So now when that so now when that happens, that kind of has a little extra for you. Yeah, I mean, it's a little it's a little weird. Yeah, but it's, yeah. But and then when you're when you're growing up and being funny, was there ever a, a a time in your head where you're like, oh, I could do this for a living? Um, it's weird because I never wanted to be a comedian. Like, mm-hmm. never even thought about it all through college didn't think about it and then just went to open mic nights I was always interested in it very interested in it and I liked the new comics that they would be on like the talk shows and stuff and Mm -hmm. but I never then at just some point I said oh I I should I kind of want to try this that kind of like feeling where you're like oh something's about to happen now that you know Mm -hmm. You know that I get that feeling, like even if it's like, oh, I think I'm going to buy a new laptop. Like it just, <laughs> just, I just had a big. Oh, I'm just having a big moment here. Same I'm feeling. Get, my I'm my life buy, was going one way, then I'm going to buy this oh, laptop. Shit, I'm going to get. I'm going to replace my phone. <laughs> but I had that with stand-up, and then I just tried it, and then I. But I never like dreamed of being a comedian. Weirdly. Mm. And then look how fucking great I am. <laughs> <laughs> you are fucking great. And uh, we yeah. really appreciate you doing this. Thanks, man. Um, yes. Advice to young comics? A lot of them listen. Um, that, that The advice that I gave earlier about don't. I would, <laughs> so see earlier part of podcast. Do you always do the advice thing? No, but okay. I just feel like you are innately uh, very generous I would say uh, tone down the desperation. And I don't mean that insultingly. Because like, I was desperate and anxious and... Don't annoy people. Just be good. Get people talking about you because you're good, yeah. not because you're a promoter or you, you know, got in the face of some bigger comic. Right. Uh, I'd say just be patient. Write a lot of shit and make your stand up be your your weapon. And uh, don't like I said, don't post every set you've done. It's okay <laughs> to hide a little bit. Yeah. Don't annoy people. Yeah. Don't ask people to watch your set and then give you feedback. <laughs> like who is like maybe who don't know you. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's great advice. Ask your friend. There you go. Um, a quick rapid fire question. Okay. Beanie or hat? Hat? You said you sound, you sound like you're not sure. Yeah, I, know, I mean, I just, no, it's, I've never been asked that question. But that's <laughs> well, we asked the hard hitting. Yeah, yeah, these like, are Barbara Walters, the Katie. I said no personal shit. Man. <laughs> yeah. uh, fly or drive to a gig? Can I ask questions about yeah. these questions? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, how long? 
Great question. Um, like I need two hours. Two, two hour, hour flight, flight or, or drive. two hour drive. Oh, I might do the drive. Yeah, me too. If it's if if it's such a slow plane that driving is the same. <laughs> <laughs> In your scenario, those the plane and the car were the same. I mean, it's yeah. It, no it, rules it, on this it, podcast. It's, yeah, it's one of those prop planes. Uh, a handshake or a high five. A handshake. Yeah, or a fist bump. Or a fist bump. I don't even have a problem with fist bump. Yeah. Uh, fist bump or a chest bump? Oh, fist bump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although I would actually pay money to see Todd Berry. Yeah, che- yeah. That'd be funny if I was way. like, I'm really into chest bump. <laughs> <laughs> really? It'd be great if that's how you close each of your yeah, uh, shows. A chest bump the front row. <laughs> <laughs> the way that Leno used to come out and shake hands yeah, with yeah. the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Chest bump everybody on the way out. <laughs> Um, Thanksgiving or Christmas? Oh, well, I'm Jewish, <laughs> so. so Christmas. <laughs> Chinese food and movies. Um, I'm Jewish too. Happy belated. Pizza. Oh, really? Yeah. Brad, I guess I'm Brad, not Jewish. So. That's why you made the anti-Semitic. Come on, <laughs> that's exactly why he didn't say anything anti-Semitic. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Paula Poundstone or Polly Shore? <laughs> I just made that one up. You just made that yeah. one okay. That's a tie. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, 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 so go watch uh, your uh, Todd Berry special, Spicy, Spicy Honey, Honey on Netflix. And the Crowdwork special. It's yeah. unbelievable. That's on iTunes and Amazon, uh, com. Be one of his 300,000 followers Tour on Twitter. Dates. Yeah. Tour dates are on the website? Yeah. And, uh, I put them on my website, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing I would advise people to do if you have tour dates. <laughs> put them up. Let people know about that. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. Thanks for having me. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.